This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Presented by Extend Technologies. You like this, don't you? Dr. Fraser Crane. Oh, baby, I hear the blues are colored to a salad and scramble eggs. Oh, mercy. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Well, maybe. But I, I got, got you, you pigged. Oh, because I had 12 martinis and I kicked my wife out of my apartment. Kelsey Grammer. People say Kelsey and I have a lot in common. <laughs> anyway, no better time to tell you that we're brought to you by Extend Technologies. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Stop on in. Take a look at their 6,500-square-foot showroom. See what they have to offer you to make your home that much better with the wonderful folks at Extend Technologies. You know, Lyman's been talking about it for a while, and you know what's what's great about it as well is the prompt service. I sent a text to Tony, what, yesterday? We were on the same thread because I'm like, eh, I want to put a TV out here, and people go, heavens to Murgatroyd, Ken. How are you going to put a TV out on that patio? It snows in Ohio eight months out of the year, and I go, Joke's on you, hombre. Mm -hmm. These are weatherproof TVs, brother. Welcome to the 21st century. They got him. He showed me those uh, firsthand in the showroom not too long ago, and I said, wait a second. So uh, you might be able to say that it won't be impacted negatively by weather, but Mm. is that for real? He goes, yeah, no. This this stuff is fine. This stuff is unimpeachable. And so that's what you, Ken Carmen, are going to have in your backyard at some point. We're hoping. Coming up. Yep. We're hoping. And, you know. We'll see how she goes. Down the road. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Make your home dreams come true with Extend Technologies. You're back from Los Angeles. You're looking tan. Tanner than usual. A little bit. We we had one pool day, and we just were on the move. These vacations, never relaxing, Kenny. It's on the move, on the move, on the move. But I did feel good and revitalized, ready to, ready to go. Did the red eye coming back yesterday. You like that? And uh, heard you. Heard you and Garrett. Talking. Oh, one quick thing you guys were talking about. Garrett Bourgeois. Garrett said something. Bourgeoisie. And I didn't know if we were going to get to it today. So we had so much to get to. Something about Cleveland, the way we root for sports here is that we're not as accepting of superstars. And I would have liked to have him flesh that out a little bit. I would have liked to know where he was going with that because I didn't get a chance to hear the rest. I had to take my little nappy. Uh, yesterday, so I was unable to do that. Uh, did he expound on that? No. Didn't do, give him a chance. Do to. you believe different fans in different cities are inherently different? Yeah. In terms of how, though? I always hear in fans, of, in, ev- how, though, fans in every city 
Like, they're, they're – 20 football cities that the fans say, well, we're the best fans. We're the best fans in the NFL. There's got to be 20 cities where fans say that. How right? many fans are willing to say they're not the best fans? I think fans have said that about baseball fandom in this city. They said we're just not a baseball town. And this is the town that famously set the record. No, I know. I know. But uh, my, my question is I've, I've always been a diehard sports fan, and sure, baseball is taking a back seat for me to the NBA and to the NFL and to college football. But that doesn't mean when the Indians are in the playoffs, I cheer for them as if it's the Super Bowl. Those games were life and death. So I'm just wondering, when it comes to fandom, like for Garrett to say that we're different here because, do you believe that fans are different? Like, okay, yeah, fans are bigger football fans in one city or baseball fans. But the way we root for fans, like do we really believe fans are tougher in Philadelphia because they – they booed Santa Claus. Uh, I guess. I. I mean, toughness of fans. I mean, is a, that's a loaded thing. Can I've lived that's around. The, I've I've lived around the country. I uh. I don't really think fans are all that different. I like that we like to say that because we're we're insulated and we're in our bubble. But I, I think fans that have traveled around the country, like sure, in Los Angeles. You know, when it comes to certain things, the well, transplants aren't big fans, but I can tell you they are Dodgers fans. But I think there are they're Dodgers and Lakers fans, absolutely out there. All right, I I think though in some I think in some cities sports are more important. I think in colder weather cities, I mm-hmm. think in New York, sports are very important. I think in Los Angeles they're not as important. I think that in Miami they're not as important, and, and I'm sure there's big sports fans. There's markets for it. Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay is is not a place that I consider. A sports hub. If I were to look at cities and say these are big sports cities, I I think a lot of the usual suspects would be brought up, and I think it would go right through the the Eastern Seaboard to the Rust Belt. I think that it would be New York, Boston, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you would put Pittsburgh in there. I think you would put us in that mix. I think you'd put Detroit in that mix, no matter what the Pistons' attendance yeah. is. I, that's a four-sports town, and they're very passionate about the Lions there. They're very passionate about and football. college football. They're very Michigan passionate State about Michigan. yeah. They're Milwaukee. I think is a good sports town. If you rope Green Bay, even though Green Bay is what an hour away, I think or so. I've never been to Wisconsin, so I'm not sure of the geography. I apologize. I, I think that those are really big sports towns. Indianapolis, Indianapolis, I guess is. It's just like it's a little bit offbeat from everybody because they don't they don't have the baseball that we all all the other ones do. They do love college hoops, but there. yeah, they got their college hoops. They got their pro hoops. They got the Indianapolis Five Hundred. They have obviously the Colts, and uh, they seem to there seem to be a lot of Cubs fans there. Not really White Sox fans, but a lot of Cubs fans there. Notre Dame. So there's a there's a great deal of sports there. But if you were to go to Texas, okay, Dallas is big sports fans. Say, I, I think the whole state would be big there. I think in the south there are a couple of cities that are big on sports, but not not what you have throughout the Midwest. I think there's like a real nice pocket that stretches from about, if I was doing this geographically, as far west as Kansas City mm-hmm. up to Chicago through us to New York down to – can I say Atlanta's a great sports town? Me, like it kind of goes around Atlanta to St. Louis You've got and all, then takes us. Well, you do have all the SEC yeah. uh, football fans that are down there. Uh, yeah, from a, from the region. It's you know, a that's weird their, map. that's the Chicago yeah. of the South. 
It's yeah, you know that's a good point. It's a it's a weird map. Seattle, but Seattle, I think is a good. Well, is Seattle a good sports town? They is Phoenix a good sports town. Uh, they, well, look, they're, they're. I think Seattle is a pretty good sports town. They they love their NFL. They're going to get an NBA team. Yeah, so I'd have back. to say yes. They're getting a hockey team, mm-hmm. and they got the Mariners, and they love soccer. Yeah, dude, they 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 treat yeah. soccer like a pro, you know like a You're big right. time pro sport. There, you're right. They're a big. That's a big sports town too. Um, you know who's a you know who's an emerging sports town? Who's that? I'm surprised Vegas is doing as well as they're doing with hockey, and I think they're going to do very well with the Raiders. And now you hear this stuff about the A's moving there, and I just thought, you know, there's a. I always thought, man, it's a transplant city. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be more Atlanta West. I don't really. Boy, there seems to be a passion and a lot of locals that have been there for now a couple of generations. Home of it's always been the home of prize fighting yeah. and the UFC. Yeah, it's a. They love that out there. Yeah, it's. Uh, but I see those crowds for those for those Golden Knights games. I'm like, geez, these people, they love this hockey team. Judas Priest, and they love this team. So I, I know we kind of got off on a tangent there, but I would I would consider us to be in that lucky breadbasket of sports towns that. It just means a little bit more for good or bad. Buffalo. Buffalo, too. Goodness gracious. Sorry, Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo's in there as well. So, um, yeah, I, I would throw those cities in there. But I, I I don't know if we have the type of history that a lot of cities have. Like, you know, you mentioned when you went out to L.A., Kobe is, is a deity. And I don't mean to be morbid here, but if he wouldn't have died at 41, 43, how old was he? Was he? Yeah. He was He was young. If Kobe wouldn't have died so young, like if Kobe lives to the ripe age of 93, are there murals for Kobe? Like if he dies at 93, if he dies an old man who lived a full life, are, are there the I, type of – I don't I, don't I know. think they have a special relationship I think they do, with but I don't, Kobe. I don't they, know if they, it's like it is now. To see him go from a ch- – remember, you're, you're, you're wearing the Laker uniform – that is one of the iconic franchises in all of sports to come in with the pressure of being that guy who's going to refuse to play in certain places. He comes in, wants to be a Laker. He is a Laker. They watched him literally grow, yeah. win a few championships, then starts to get vilified for his behavior, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. And I'm talking about Shaq and then the off-the-court stuff. Then he comes back, and it's a redemption story, wins two more titles, goes to three more NBA Finals, and everything – I always forget the fifth. Yeah. I always yeah. think of Shaq, and then I forget, like, no, he won another, then he won another. Yeah, yeah, with, uh, with Pau Gasol. And that's five championships in that city where that team matters. Yeah. And you're right, like, that, the way he was taken away from us, yes, completely tragic. But in talking to people out there – and I, I snapped photos. I think I saw four murals about Kobe Bryant, and I saw a bunch of jerseys and messages. Things are written on storefronts about his death. Mm -hmm. Man, that is a special relationship that city has. And so I I immediately thought, first of all, my first thought was, I don't think think that's the case with LeBron for the masses. I think some, some absolutely, especially in Akron, yes. It's – but I don't think that is the relationship that we have here. And I it's thought to myself, to that's about, so though. unfortunate. It's hard to talk about, though, because I do think that there is a difference in, in when they die. I think that, it, you know, Roberto Clemente, didn't he pass away during the end of his career in the plane crash? 
you know, Roberto Clemente seen differently. And Roberto Clemente did a lot of good things, but he's seen differently in the city of Pittsburgh uh, and, and across Major League Baseball because he passed away at the end of his career because in a tragedy. Kobe Bryant passes away tragically. Tragedy has a lot to do with how we perceive people. Tragedy. Not like, because, you know, if, if Kobe were to die at 90, someone's like, well, that's what 93-year-old people do. They, they die. That's the way it goes. So... Uh, you'd be sad, and you go, "Wow, he was great for the city," but it wouldn't be like, you know, cut down, and he just won an Oscar for crying out loud. And it's like, what else was he gonna do in his life? Right, I right. don't know. Yeah, it felt know. like whatever he wanted to do, he would have done really well. I, I, I just bring it up because I talked to a few different people who this came this came in unprovoked. It was just they heard that I was a sports radio show host, oh. and then they started talking about how emotional that day was and that week, and offices were let out, like people went home. Uh, it was crazy. It was crazy to hear uh, some of this stuff to, in that detail. And I'm just wondering, all these people that tweeted us about how much they hate LeBron, <laughs> which is just incredible incredible to me how you can hate, hate – uh, set politics aside. I mean, I, I, well, am I supposed to hate my family members because I disagree with their politics? No, but people have no problem hating LeBron James. It's crazy to me. So <laughs> I think people have no problem hating their family members for their politics either. Hate, though? Hate like you, man. There's hate? been some big changes. There's been some man. big changes. I people need to need to find something there else in their life a... if that's if that's the case. But whatever. Yeah. So you're telling me that if something tragic happened to LeBron tomorrow, yeah. those people who tweeted us every day, China. What about China? Because they really care about human rights violations in China. Quiet. Do you think they would all of a sudden mourn no. LeBron James? I think I don't think quiet. they would. I think they'd be quiet. I think LeBron is. If you asked who's the most hated athlete in Cleveland, I think they I think you'd get the vast majority saying LeBron. I think if you <laughs> so, said who is the most popular athlete in Cleveland not playing for Cleveland, mm-hmm. the vast majority would say LeBron. Okay. So just, just polarizing is, yes, all the way is, around. There is no, I don't know if there's any gray area with LeBron James. There's things that I go, why'd you do that? Why'd you say that? That no, that that's nonsensical to me. I disagree with this. I agree with that, that type of thing. But I'm still a LeBron James fan. Some people don't realize that. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a big LeBron fan. Like, I think with the I think with the tweet that he sent about the Columbus cop, I was like, don't do that. What are you doing? But there's also, I agree with you about, oh, all of a sudden you care about China now. Like, that part I can I can see where you're mm-hmm. at on. So it kind of goes, like, it. there's, there's two sides where you're like, ah, okay, but he wants to be that type of figure, so well, sure. he should be okay. It's with, almost like a politician at and this that, point. And that's the thing. He should – he's entering this realm now at 36, 37 years old where you really got to be okay now with the right-wing pundits taking taking jabs at you and the left-wing pundits looking for you to be a leader of some yeah. sort with it. If you're going to enter that realm, that's where you're at. So I, I – I, But I do you think if Kobe Bryant – I know that's Los Angeles, so let's let's go the other way. Let's say Kobe became this very political conservative. Mm-hmm. Do we think those murals aren't all around the city? Do you think people would hate him the way they hate LeBron because he got into it with Trump on social media? I think there would be people, yeah. I think there would be people, yeah. I think it goes. I do think it goes both ways. I do think. I I do think there are people who simply hate certain athletes because they're Republicans. And I think there are certain people who certainly, obviously, as we can tell, hate certain athletes because they are, they are about Democrats. They are devout Democrats, I should say. Like they are, it, it, it does separate them. 
and I think that that plays into it. Like so, I, I would look at I would look at LeBron again. I'm a huge LeBron fan, and I I it would bother me because I don't think we'd get calls on people saying they dislike LeBron if something bad were to happen to LeBron. But I do think that over a course of time, well, eh, and I go, gosh, it is just weird. It's weird. Do you think? I'm trying to think of this. It's it's a LeBron thing. You, people I talk to outside of Cleveland, outside of Ohio, they think it's craziness that people hate LeBron James here. They think it's absolute insanity. They're like, wait, the guy that said he'd bring you a title and then brought you a title, he didn't have to come back to Cleveland. Cause that, cause he did that on his own, and he did it and won the title they have and paid him. it off. That's because they have him. And since they have him, and he's the only reason their team's relevant right now. I mean, their team was a total – that's why I give a lot of credit to LeBron. And, you know, you brought up the barnstorming thing. Two of the three franchises that he took over, and I mean took over. He didn't take over the Heat. You know, Dwayne Wade was already yeah. there. Pat Riley was already there. Two of the three franchises he took over were messes. They were absolutely the, – the Lakers have a lot that the Cavs don't. The Cavs have more money. I think, right? Dan Gilbert has more money than the Bus family, correct? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yes, he does. So the Cavs have Not more money. Close, yeah, the Cavs have more I just want to make sure I wasn't being stupid. The Cavs have more money. Yeah, the Lakers are probably valued more, but the Cavs have more money. But you look at the fight that Jeannie Bus was having with her brother, what Magic was doing. Like, he was making fun of Luol Dang for getting injured in a, in a press conference. Like, it was really ugly stuff that was going on with the Lakers. And LeBron came in, and immediately that started to change. And <laughs> they won a title in year two. And with the Cavs, when LeBron, before LeBron was here, you know, John Lucas was having a tank games, and people were ripping him, and the team was bad. And, you know, you have people like Roadman questioning, and Roadman wasn't wrong, where he's questioning whether or not this team was going to be here in another 10 to 15 years. And then LeBron calmed that down. He leaves. It all fires up again. LeBron calms that down. He's gone. And now it's all firing up again, going crazy again. I think there's something to be said for that about how much power you wield, how much power you have, and how you got teams to, even though, no, it didn't end perfectly with the Cavs because the Cavs are a mess again. And I think the Lakers will be a mess again. He got you a championship. But I think for the fans with the Lakers, the minute LeBron retires, they'll start to be a worse team. But they have advantages that we don't. They'll be a worse team, and I think people will look at him and go, well, you know, was it really worth it, this, that, and the other? Because he'll never be he'll never be in the pantheon. I don't think he can win enough to be in the pantheon of Kobe, Magic, Kareem, Jerry West, you know, those guys. I don't think he could be in that pantheon of players. No, no, it's too but late. But he is yeah. the guy in Cleveland, and he's one of the guys with he and Dwayne Wade, and to a lesser extent, but still they're Chris Bosh. With the Miami Heat, Shaq, you want to give him some credit, too, for the championship he won. It's a complicated relationship. So my final question would then be, could somebody in this town be that? Could they become what Kobe Bryant was to Los Angeles? Could somebody do that here? Because if, if it's not LeBron. So Baker's the first person I would think People of. People roll their eyes when I immediately go to Baker. But, but don't you have to be the best player? I mean, Kobe became the be best the player, and he player. became the best player. Like, I don't see Baker becoming the best player in the NFL or, and on the Browns with Miles Garrett there and, and, and right now Nick Chubb. I mean, Baker's not as good as those guys, right? We all agree on that. Is Mahomes the, is Mahomes the best overall Kansas City Chief? Yeah. Is Tom Brady the best Tampa Bay Buccaneer? I, uh, Chris Godwin's pretty yeah. damn good. Shaq Barrett's pretty damn good. 
You know, Gronkowski was pretty damn good. Like, do you have to be the best? Over I mean, span- the most in- I'm saying the most importance, the most influence. Over over the span of a career, though. So well, if Baker makes it where he's supposed to make it. If I say Baker is, then yeah, he'd be in that conversation of over the course of his career. You know, if Baker ends up Woody, if he's if he's just a top ten quarterback in the NFL, not not top five, if he's just like number ten, can he be that guy? I mean, I know Bernie Bernie the way he's revered and he didn't win championships, he didn't win Super Bowls, and he was never one of the top one year he was, you know, part of really what? MVP worthy. Yeah. Maybe another year. But he was never really considered a top five quarterback. And he is a couple revered. Of years, here. I think he was considered yeah, it's a top couple five years. Yeah, okay. A couple of years. Okay. Um I I think that his legend and I don't think he wants it to be this way. I think his legend grew over time because the team was bad and they mm-hmm. and they knew how good they had it with Bernie Kosar. And so he was the last representation of good football. I don't think anybody wants to deal with that ever again of twenty years of just terrible Un- unbelievable inept football, unbelievably inept football. I don't think anybody wants to be a part of that. So, I, you know, could, Bernie is Bernie is of tremendous standing here. I you know, Pony has talked about it. A couple other people have talked about it. They marvel at the relationship the city has with Bernie. They marvel at it. They've never seen anything like it, that people here – because outside of Cleveland, it's like, okay, I know he was a really good quarterback in the 80s, but, you know, Ken O'Brien was a good quarterback in the 80s. Uh, Dave Craig was yeah, a good Dave quarterback Craig. in the eighties. Mm-hmm. So there was like this mix of really good quarterbacks in the eighties. Boom, Boomer, Assize, Warren, Phil. Boomer, exactly. There was really good quarterbacks, but they didn't they didn't get their team over the hump. And so they're not like even Marino went to a Super Bowl. So you're not looked at it like Jim Kelly, obviously Montana. And Phil Marino. Sims won a Super Bowl. Yeah, Phil Sims did win a Super Bowl, but he's not seen in that. I think in New York he's probably pretty important, but in a lot of other places it's not seen yeah. like that from the outside looking in. And with Bernie, because his career was so short in comparison to the other ones, I think that people really marvel at the relationship we have. Like, Bernie is beloved here. And plus, Bernie's been good to the city, too. Bernie's good to the fan base. And so they have that. Baker could have that, too. I just think now, especially when you see one guy win a, win a, world, win a world championship seven times over, I think now it's more important than ever to win rings. I think at that time, people understood how hard it was. I don't think they understand how hard it is now. I don't think they. I think Tom Brady makes it look easy. I think he made it look easier with Tampa Bay. I think he almost watered down how hard it is to win Super Bowls because he just makes it look that easy. I'll go to Tampa Bay and we'll get all the players here and I'll sign whatever and and we'll go and we'll win a world championship. And then they did it and people go, why can't my guy do it? Like there are good Matt Ryan statistically is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Matt Stafford statistically will be a Hall of Fame quarterback. And Matt Ryan is on the cusp, maybe, but I don't know if he's getting in. And Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford needs to win a Super Bowl with the Rams, or he's not getting in. We would look at Matt Stafford's entire career differently if he wins a Super Bowl with the Rams. So it's now more important than ever. So Baker could be that, but Baker has to win a Super Bowl. It's that simple. So I, I just I just want to go back to this. So winning just one Super Bowl, like Kobe won five NBA championships, mm. and you're one of five guys on the floor, and the impact you have, you're saying this city would have that relationship with Baker after one. And regardless <sighs> of what happens down the road, like what if he has an Aaron Rodgers exit down the road or something like well, that? Well, then, but that's – I don't think there's any hard and fast rule to this. I mean, you're bringing up different scenarios. Mm-hmm. Right now, I would say yes. What if in 15 years from now we draft our version of Patrick Mahomes? 
and he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And he goes out there, and Mahomes has only won one Super Bowl. What if we draft a guy who wins multiple Super Bowls? What if we draft a guy who wins three Super Bowls someday? And the Browns have four Super Bowls, but only one was with Baker. Well, that's going to change the way that people see Baker a little bit. And for guys my age, Baker's untouchable. But for people my kid's age and under this scenario, eh, he was great, but he's not what this guy is. Mm-hmm. So there, there is a difference. And But because, again, back to the morbid thing, because Kobe's life just went, it, done, end of story. That puts him, because people wonder what he could have been. What else would have came? What, what else would have happened? Plus there's five championships that help out with that, which is totally different from anybody else. Mm-hmm. And so under the tragic cir- circumstances, I hope it doesn't happen to anybody else, obviously. So I, don't, I hope we don't have to discuss it, but I think that there are certain people where because they've burned out instead of faded away, they are held under a totally different, totally different thought process. I think it's the same with Kobe. It's, it's that way with Kobe in L.A., not the same. But well, what, would you say about, with, what would you say about Jim Brown here? Jim Brown has lived long enough where he has had a controversial ending. Jim Brown, when Jim Brown passes, there will be two sides to the Jim Brown story. And people will just pick which one, probably because he's a Browns player and, a, and, a, and a, you know the Browns' best running back of all time, best player of all time, that they will want to just focus on the positive instead of some of the negative. Because the negative was really negative, really bad stuff. Uh, when we're talking about spousal abuse, that's I can't mm. can't hide from that. That's bad. But there were people who go, well, what about the work he did with gangs in Los Angeles, sure. inner city youth? Sure, he was immensely yeah. influential. Yeah. That's true. I think we find out more. And hell, you you want me to put another one on this? You look at what we're we're finding out about coaches now. You you saw the Bo Schimbuckler thing. That's yeah. as ugly as it gets. Bo Schimbeckler until two weeks ago was beyond reproach, and I'm like. Dude, you knew about this, and you struck your own kid over it because you were uncomfortable with hearing mm. about this. That's disgusting. But I think we're going to have to look back on some of these figures and say, it's not right now. It's ne- It was never right. It wasn't right then, but it was seen totally different then. These type of things were seen totally different. And now there's things that you can't do in today's society that you could do then. It wasn't good then. It's not condoned then but you would look at it totally different than what you do now. So I think that's something that the sports fan has to has to figure out on their own. Like I, when Jim Brown said when Jim Brown passes away, I can't go on the air and go, "Man, he was this amazing. He was an amazing running back. I thought he's a pretty fair actor. He did a lot of good things in the community, philanthropic, yeah. But there were some things that he did where were absolutely terrible, and if any other man did them, I'd be just as upset with yeah. that man too. I can't deny that. So there's certain guys like, God forbid, if Joe Thomas were to go, Joe Thomas, I know Joe Thomas pretty well, and you do too. Joe's a good guy, and you go, boy, we lost a really good guy and a good football player today. Jim Brown will be a controversial topic. And Kobe, by, you know, now his legacy has kind of taken over. There were some people with some pretty strong takes when Kobe died because there were some people go, hey, I know what happened in Eagle, Colorado. And you could say whatever you want to to deny that they will believe it totally differently. So, boy, we're getting into some deep stuff here. But that's well, I, I just it was my take. Honestly, my whole trip, I couldn't believe how much it came up. I couldn't believe how much an athlete in that big Kobe or LeBron it, uh, by Kobe. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe how many times his name got brought up, and how many times 
I just saw it. I saw it. I saw the jersey, saw the murals, saw the, the artwork all over the place. And then to have people talk about the mourning that was going on, mm-hmm. it just it just took me took me to maybe it shouldn't have taken me by surprise because you see that on TV, but to actually be around it, yeah, it was pretty incredible. It was it was something that kind of transcended everything else around, and I'm like, man, this this is still happening. This is still what this it just shows you how this city feels about him. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, damn, I don't know, I don't know that that'll be the case with LeBron here. I, I just think there's a certain few people that because of tragedy, and it's sad because they never get to see what they are to yeah, that well, area yeah. because they passed away. But you know, Dale Earnhardt in the South, mm-hmm. make your jokes, but it's true, Dale Earnhardt in the South. Uh, I brought up Roberto Clemente, Kobe Bryant, obviously, Niall Kinnick, uh, a couple of other di- – uh, there's a couple of other ones that they, they just mean differently because of the circumstances of their passing. I want to get to something when it comes to, to uh, who you saw at a restaurant, but who you might see on TV is a big, big deal. We start talk about these stars, and you want to see them at their very best. You want to see them in the very best movies, and you want to see those movies with the best picture and the best technology. You get to extend technologies, of course. I could not believe when I saw 4K for the first time, and then Tony goes, okay, come over here and see this. And then he showed me this. I said, what is this from the future? No, it's 8K, and it's affordable. Didn't always used to be, and you can have it. Mm. They have it, and they can install it and make sure it's the best audio, visual, want to talk about exploration into another world. That's what it is. It serves a state-of-the-art technology, and it's not just in your basement. They can do it outside. They can do it in your kitchen. They can do it in your office. They can do it throughout the entire house. And you can have something as simple as a remote control to handle it all. It is incredible. It is the very best, and it's right there in your own home. It's Extend Technologies. Online first, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Dot com and stop on into that showroom in Broadview Heights and make your home dreams come true with Extend Technology. So what restaurant were you at? Do you, you want to say names? you want to name names where you saw this person? Yeah. So I always, I always get mad when people don't bring up names because I always go right to go. Anytime people talk about a cool place anywhere, I look it up and just say, oh, whether or not that's on the bucket list. Uh, this place was pretty incredible. It's called Avra. I think it was it was Oh, that's the restaurant I was reading it. Yeah. Then you have. Okay. Yeah, it was a uh, Greek cuisine and I just wanted to ask our listeners because me and you have been fortunate enough to be around some celebrities, mostly athletes that have become celebrities yeah. because of their stardom. But you know, for instance, when the one Kardashian was going to all the games because of Tristan. Chloe. Chloe. When she was there, she was taking pictures with everybody and it would change the nights of some of the people there when she would take a picture. Mm-hmm. And I would go, oh, geez, what's the big deal? But that wasn't in my realm. Mm-hmm. There's certain people that I'll just throw out a name. If you saw O.J. Simpson, right, if you saw him out. Boy, what a name to throw you, out there. I, I, I think people would be starstruck. He's one of the more famous people, obviously, for all the wrong reasons. I can't go get a picture with O.J., Oh, though. people do. People do. People absolutely try to get stuff with him. Uh, let's uh, give me somebody else. Give me somebody. Uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. I could get a picture with. You'd you'd be starstruck if you saw Tom Cruise. Now, when I see athletes, not starstruck anymore. I've just been around them so much. It, it, we've interviewed them. We've had them in stu- Shaquille O'Neal's been in our studio. Uh, but still, that is him. Guy- I'd still be starstruck. Yeah, because he would he, be. He, 
the guys who were players when I was a kid. That's why I wanted to see Manning. Vince Carter. That's why I wanted to see Tom Vince Carter, remember? Vince Carter, yep. Vince Carter talked to me, and I was 12 years old watching <laughs> Vince Carter all over again when he told me to sit better, and I better <laughs> knock it off right now. I was 12 years old all over again watching Vince Carter. Go ahead. So, I, I, you know, a, a lot of times, if it's not your realm, if it's people from the Kardashian shows or somebody you see on Bravo or one of the chefs, and you're not into that, I can understand you wouldn't be starstruck. Mm-hmm. But there are certain people that transcend all of that. And so I want to know if the fact that we were at a place, there was starting to be a hustle and bustle in the back, and I could tell all these groupies started going to the back. And I ask our server, I go, come on, what's going on? What's the deal? What's the program? Yeah. Who's in? How do you get back there? What's going on? Like, huh. I started asking a thousand questions and wouldn't tell me anything. Wouldn't tell me. Uh, and then I saw even more of a buzz. Mm. People started continuing to go to the back. And this guy comes over. He doesn't speak much English at all. And he was, uh, he was basically bussing the table or whatever. And I go, hey, who's back there? And he starts talking, and I can't understand a word of what he says. And he goes, Drake. I go, Drake. And my sister heard that. He goes, what? Wow. While her boyfriend goes, who cares? Who cares? What's the big deal? Silvano. And my sister has been around some of this before. She, yeah. she had a girlfriend, uh, a friend that might have had some escapades with a certain baseball player. I'll just Ooh. say it. It was A-Rod. It wow. was A-Rod. Yeah. yeah. Sex with A-Rod. So, so uh, well, I, I, can't, I can't infer that. Escapades? Were they but playing putt-putt? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe We went to the zoo Gentle once. petting. He I don't know. He got us some cotton candy. It was a good time. What are you talking so, about? So, so this happens where he says Drake, mm. and my sister starts going nuts, and then it almost starts a fight because it's her boyfriend going, who cares? What's the big deal? And she's like, no, but it's Drake. It's Drake. I want to see if Drake's back there. And he's like, you can't go why back there. Why does he just say, who cares? He's just like, why? Why does that matter What's to you? What's his problem with why is he saying, who cares? I think he's like, we're having a nice dinner. Why do you care if another person is here that you don't know happens to be a celebrity? Like, why would you worry about that at all? So all this is going on, and I'm like, well, I'm telling my sister, I have not seen Drake. I know what Drake looks like. I've not seen him walk in. And so five minutes later, now you feel it. You feel this energy. There was, a, there was the aura? You feel an aura, and my sister's eyes light up because they had been taking a bunch of people through the back way, like basically all the hoochies. They're going a back way. Nobody's God. walking through the front door. Okay. Then all of a sudden, right next to me, I mean, he must have walked a foot away from me, and my sister looks at him as if she has just seen a ghost, and it was Drake. He walked right by, and all of a sudden, the people next to us get their phones out, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, some people try to make their way into the restaurant with cameras. Nope. Would not let him in. And he goes back there. And the whole place, this is a nice restaurant in Beverly Hills. The entire place is now fixated on what's going on in that back room. No kidding. And he was there. And what was he doing earlier earlier in the day? He was watching LeBron's kid with LeBron at Sierra Canyon or whatever it's called. Playing AU basketball. That sounds right. Yeah. And J.R. Smith was there. Yeah. But it was just LeBron was not there. It was just Drake. And my question to our listeners, something I want to ask tomorrow. Should you care? Would that would that get you excited? Would it get your wives? Would it get your girlfriends excited? Would you get your kids excited? Is that something that disrupts your meal? Or is it a oh yeah, that's Drake, and you move on. Disrupts it in terms of positive, negative just just throws your night for a loop. You get on the oh. phone. You start texting your buddies. Hey, Drake. I'm with Drake. I'm at the restaurant with Drake. Just walk by me. I just saw him. Then you start making up lies. Like, oh, I talked to him. Yeah, I said, hey, I love that last song. 
Like, you just start making up lies. That's what people do all the time when it comes to these stories. Do you want me to share my opinion now or tomorrow? I don't know. Do you want to be – do you have a tease? Is this a good tease for tomorrow or do you want to share now? You can share now if you want. Is Drake high enough yes. on the scale of – Yes. Fame? Yes. It's Drake. Drake. He's got a lot of – It's Drake. everybody knows who that guy is. Like he's, I, I don't care. He's one of the guys. I, when's the last? When's the last album he made? I don't know anything about any of his songs or anything anymore. I knew his I songs he, from a decade ago. I don't in, know. He was in Degrassi. Yeah, yeah, he was. He's I at all the Raptors much. games front row. He's at all the Knicks games, at the Lakers games front row, rooting for every team imaginable. He's saying the I don't mean nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. He's a big star. Yeah, it'll be a big deal. I don't. I wouldn't take my phone out. You would not. Okay. No. I, a lot of people would. Because no. that's the only evidence you have now. But I believe you. Nobody Don't be believes. a liar beforehand. Nobody believes anybody these days. I believe you when you tell me. Well, there's no reason for you to make up that Drake showed up. It's a very believable story, even if it didn't happen. I'll tell yeah. you that. Because it's Drake and it's Los Angeles, and you would assume he lives there, and that's a nice restaurant. I actually don't know where he lives, but. Well, I'm sure he has yeah. multiple houses throughout the, throughout the world. Seems safe to Congratulations say. Congratulations on all his success. Um. I think that there are certain athletes that that is the cool thing. The aura when certain athletes or celebrities walk in where athletes become celebrities, I always think that's cool. I always told you, when I was at WZIP, and this was at the University of Akron, I was in one of the back editing bays, and this was down the hallway in the middle of the summer. Now, I knew he was coming in at some point during that day. Who's that? LeBron. Oh. But it was... Lima, I'm telling you, it was literally out a door. You take a right, and then you take a left, and it was down the hall about probably about a hundred feet. Yeah, and the door opened, and you could just feel there was an energy. And sure, and isn't I got, it amazing? I was just like, I was sitting there. I'm going. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear a damn thing. I just I heard the ding the door from down the hallway because it rung in the back too. I didn't hear anything else. I'm going. Boy, it just feels like he's here. <laughs> and I walked down there. I walked down. I went down the other hallway because then we have TV studios in there. Mm-hmm. We had studios you could shoot things because he was shooting things for the ESPYs. And so he went into one of the recording studios to shoot this thing. And I go, he's here. I knew he was going to be here because there's just an energy. And there's, always a, a, there's yeah. always a group of people. There's always security. There was Honestly, there was like two people with him. Oh, wow. One, so was, one was a security That would guard. not be the case today. There'd be a few more people today. Yeah. But this was this was still, I mean, he was he was a big star. He wasn't what he is now, but yeah. he's, he was a big star. But there was there's an energy to that. You know, we, we as a country, obviously, and it's not just unique to here. It's the same as the tabloids that got started, you know, overseas, across the pond. But we have a relationship with fame in this country. We have a fascination with fame, and not always for the better, but it's gone from stage and film and music to sports, and now it's starting to migrate to influencers or social media, Which I don't TikTok stars. Uh, you know, my girlfriend is on TikTok every day, and she was t- talking to me about a place on Sunset that she wanted to go to see if the TikTok crowds were there because they have TikTok compounds, and they go to this place on Sunset called Saddle Ranch, and I was like, who cares? Why do you care? I was it turned into You're my sister's Savano. boyfriend. Savano. Yeah. I was like, because it was it, that didn't matter to me. I don't care. I don't. I wouldn't recognize the TikTok star, but I could recognize Drake. And so I guess I was being a little hypocritical because I was playing the same game with her. Like, who cares? Oh, a TikTok, a 21 year old TikTok 
dude or girl mm-hmm. that is now a millionaire based on being an influencer by mm-hmm. making one-minute dance videos. So well, we all have this complicated relationship with fame, and the our country still believes in it. It still is a big deal, but it's shifted a little bit. I just wonder if Drake was someone that our listeners would be like, whoa, holy cow. Is the last person you've spoken to met, not even on the air, mm-hmm. doesn't meet, that you were nervous to meet? Wow, nervous to meet. I already know mine. Go ahead. Who's yours? Mine was General Mark Milley, who was the chairman of the <laughs> Joint Chiefs of Staff, and it was right before Army-Navy. Yeah. I was interviewing him on the radio, and I was like, this is a really serious guy here in the federal government who's seen war and has seen what it does. That's I'm like, a good one. And it just like crept in my head. I'm like, this isn't just some a-hole TV actor here. Like, This yeah. is a big damn deal, and you better get this right. And I remember, I remember I got him to loosen up about hockey. He was a hockey player. And I got him to loosen up a little bit there. And then he sent me a very nice note that I'm going Holy to cow. Uh, frame and put on my wall. Well, I, I was younger. See, you, and you would remember that forever. I, I was younger. And it was an interview. So I don't know if interviews count, but it was Jim Tressel. And but is that the that, last one you were that, nervous? I, I think I've lost wow. a lot of that. Oh, that was the last I have, time? But that, that Jim Tressel, when I was in Parkersburg, and I was a, what, what what is called a one-man band, shooting it editing it, doing the interviews, holding out the microphone. And right there in front of me is Jim Trestle and my camera. I couldn't get it to work. And I have sweat. I've never sweated like I sweated in that moment. And he didn't care. He's, he's making small talk with me. He's mentioning my former high school football coach. He's like, is he still there? I'm like, unbelievable that you have this memory. And he, he, and I'm sure he could have done it for any high school in the state of Ohio and probably a bunch in Florida and Texas. Small group. But, but that I, I was so nervous uh, another one was Charles Barkley, but let me tell you something. Charles Barkley instantly put any of that at ease because, like, let's get a drink. Let's have a drink. Like, when was this? Like, this, this was back in 2009, 2010. I was in town to watch the Cavs playoff game, and he went out with one of my sister's friends, uh, by the way. Well, your sister's friend. <laughs> happens friends. to be that same friend. Uh, anyway. Really? Yeah. That was wow. it. It's interesting how that works. But we were in a private room at That's what was. Body. She can do what she wants with it. That's it, fine. It was called, was it Spy Bar at the time or whatever downtown? We were in a private room. Yeah. Synergy. It was called Synergy. We were in the back room, and it was uh, Mike Fratello. It was Charles Barkley and uh-huh. Reggie Miller. And Reggie wanted nothing to do with being in that room. On the flip side of that, Charles Barkley was the life of the party. He was straight up mixing uh, whatever vodka it was and cranberry, mm. okay? And it was spilling all over the place. <laughs> every every item of clothing was stained in that place. He was the most fun of all time. He was exactly what you would think. Exactly. This is no, this is no song and dance when he's on TV. That's him. I do not do well with athletes from when our childhood, from our childhood. So I probably would be nervous about Charles Barkley. And I'm telling you, you'd be nervous for five seconds because he would not allow you to be nervous after that. Yeah. He drank with us like we were his friends, and I think that's what he does. Now there might be another commentary on what that means for his life, but I mean that is a guy that was a great time to hang out with. Still married Charles Barkley? Oh, he didn't know that. I did not know that. Yeah, has a wife. Stand by your man, huh? Yeah, till death do you part, <laughs> obviously. All right, it's been a fantastic time. Make sure you go to XTENDAV.com. That's Extend Technologies for everything you possibly would need. 4K technology, 8K technology, 
projection screens. Oh, me, oh, my. They're fantastic. You're going to absolutely love them. Uh, so- Young Tomato Soup tweets, I once ran into Surrey Yacht at a local chicken sandwich place. Okay. All right. Starstruck by could an influencer. I, could, I, could I finish the live? Oh, go ahead. Before? Go ahead, sir. Thank you very much. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. <laughs> Check them out online first. Extend Technologies. They have everything you want. Listen, you've been thinking about a project. Don't put it off any longer. Some people go, well, I'm worried about this. Well, I'm a little bit. No, 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 no. You get to the website first. You check them out online. And then away you go. Find exactly what you want for your home. They truly make your home dreams come true. Online first. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Make those home dreams come true with Extend Technologies. All right. Anything else? Get your emails in. Email us Thursday. A very special edition. Congratulations, oh, on, congratulations all your on all your success. All right, we'll have that. Um, and I think that's just about it. Lima at 923thefan.com. Oh, that's right. Carmen at yeah. 923thefan.com. I, we talked about all this stuff. I didn't get anything accomplished, what we wanted to accomplish. Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka. We'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, I, I want to talk baseball, about that. Cheating in baseball, going back to Daryl Ryder and him not being invited to your party, oh, but yeah. invited to work for you. At the party, yeah. Yeah, at the party. And there was something else about the party we were going to bring up tomorrow. Owen had another had another quandary when it came to this. What I don't it? remember what it was. I don't remember what it was either. Well, find out tomorrow during the show, 6 to 10 a.m., Ken Carmen with Anthony Lima. Have a wonderful day. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.